GameZillaMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of the major gaming news. The GameZilla Podcast. Look, that comes one of the Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming entertainment fun stuff. I don't know, we haven't rewrote this part yet. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me, remotely, uh, producer, Butterboy, co-host, Player One, Miggy, and video producer, and a new guest, a returnee, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Testonomics. How's everybody doing? Let's start. Let's go ahead and start with test. How you doing today, buddy? Man, I'm doing well. It's been two years. Did something happen? <laughs> it's been like two years since I've been on the show. Yeah. What, what, what happened? Stop calling. Man, I, no I lost my phone. Me. My phone battery died. Um, and we know Deadite's phone just doesn't work. <laughs> So, man, I got a new phone, so don't blame my phone. I have AT&T. That's the reason it doesn't work. <laughs> the whole network. Okay. The old butter phone. Super fair. You're off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, bud. It's good to have you on. Um, Butterboy, how you doing? Man, I'm, uh, I'm good. I got my peppermint tea, which has been the trend the last couple weeks. Uh, because it has a calming effect on me because I don't want to get too excited about all the all the stuff we have to talk about today. That's fair. That's fair. That's a good point. Um, and then, of course, we got Player One Miggy. How you doing? I'm great as always. Great, great to be here. Great, great to awesome. take a break from Apex. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. If you're watching this channel live on twitch.tv slash Media before the show started, um, we're doing uh, a new weekly thing where we're going to try to play some games before the show and just... Um, have some fun with it, right? So, um, yeah, but welcome to episode 348 of the Games Love podcast. Um, we have changed the show up, and over the last couple weeks, you have noticed we've been more of a just picking our own topics. Sometimes they're news-related, other times they're personal. We're bringing in guests. We had JJ from CS Mott Children's Hospital last week. We're bringing Test in this week, and, uh, you know, we're just kind of having... Changing up the show a little bit, having a little more fun with it, and and just trying something new in 2021. So we're gonna we're gonna roll into this episode, but before we do, Butterboy's gonna thank our patrons. Yeah, I have to thank all of our supporters, patreon.com slash Media. Your financial contributions to GameZilla Media are important because peppermint tea ain't cheap. And your boy needs to keep them uh, that calmness going and that voice smooth and soothe. Not that any of the money you've ever contributed has gone to my tea budget, but you know, hey, I could do something corrupt and start start robbing uh, robbing the bank. But I'm not going to do that. We need your support to keep our website going, to keep all of our audio editing equipment up and running, and uh, to keep this show free for everyone. Your contributions mean a lot to us. So go to Patreon.com/slash/GamesLittleMedia. Start your patrons today as low as just one dollar per month. And uh, that'll get you access to State of the Zilla. And when I record Ridiculous, they'll be there for you, too. And guess what? $5, that is the best level. That is the exclusive content level where you get one bonus show from every show in the GameZilla Media Network every single month, including next week we'll be dropping a new muster bus to go over the March gaming releases. You don't want to miss that. So please support us on Patreon, and I promise I won't spend any of your hard-earned money on tea for myself. 
it's hard it's hard to believe you and that statement i think uh <laughs> starting to question Embezzlement. Start, I'm starting to question giving you access to that patreon account anyways um once it's again, really shady because it's linked to your bank account that's so true, I mean, that's true yeah. you need to know where to look jay you know jay just thinks i drank a lot of tea <laughs> that's all <laughs> Yep, but any, I've convinced her that these white cans are tea and not uh, not Red Bull, so we're good to go. Um, I'm benefiting from that. Yeah, line. yeah, exactly. It's a win-win for both of us. But yeah, we um, we, we want to thank all of our patrons, of course, and if, and remind everybody that if you are watching us live on Twitch every Monday night, thank you so much. If you can't stay around for the whole show or you want to watch the VOD, it's always available on twitch.tv slash Gamezilla Media and also available on YouTube through uh, Gamezilla Media channel. So... With that said, we do have a special show that um, is going to be focused around Nintendo because there's just been a lot of hype around the uh, company this last week, uh, even you know, even just the last couple of days. Uh, we brought in we brought in our good friend Test here, who is just the the Nintendo guru, in my opinions, to get uh, to get his um, his thoughts on some of these announcements and rumors, and that's really what it's going to focus on. Normally, we come in with like a topic each or whatever, but we we all actually got into discussion and we're like, I'm gonna pick, and we all said the same thing, which is the Nintendo Direct. Um, and, and then, and then of course, some, some rumors coming from Nintendo that we'll get into afterwards, but, um, let's go ahead and get started. I am actually going to defer the Nintendo direct, um, piece here to, to somebody else that actually, I just watched it. I, I'm way behind. Um, I don't know how I actually managed to miss it. I usually do like to watch these right live, but I missed it. And then honestly, it was one day when I was streaming, somebody else started rambling off these announcements. I'm like, where did this come from? They're like, you didn't watch the direct? And that's when I realized I completely forgot. So we'll give it over to, uh, to Butterboy. You want to, you want to handle this one? Yeah, let's get into it guys. So we had a Nintendo direct on February 17th. Uh, it was a nice, uh, dinner time direct here. If, if you live in Eastern Standard Time. It was mid-afternoon if you're out on the West Coast, and uh, it was convenient. It was not something nice to look forward to, uh, to get through the end of the workday. Workday ends, and boom, there's Nintendo, hopefully gracing us with some goodness uh, that will give us something to be excited about for the Switch, because to be honest, I haven't had a lot of excitement out of, around new software coming out for the Nintendo Switch in six, eight months. I can't remember the last time I was really hyped up for a title that was on its way everything that's come out in the the recent uh, past has always been like oh well i mean it's something to pick up it's something to play so we were hoping that nintendo was going to bless us with some goodness and as we run down the list of some of the highlights and some of the falters of this show i guess it'll be up to our panel here today to decide if it was a good direct or if it fell flat now let's start off uh the first thing boiled with a little bit of excitement for at least one person here on the show today because it was Xenoblade Chronicles 2 related. And uh, Test and myself were actively on the test, uh, the text, and he's like, oh, is it is it new Xenoblade? What's going on? And then we see the character Pyra, who Test knows a lot of, more about, basically saying, hey, I got an invite to Smash. Boom. It goes into uh, highlight footage of Pyra playing in Smash. Test, what was your reaction to this, being that you're the Xenoblade guy and probably the biggest Smash fan in the room today? So I was real hyped up. Um, I mean, it started with, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and I was hoping that um, 
like my initial gut was this is going to be a new game like this is going to be something that ties in the game ends satis you know in a satisfying way but not you know they could keep going um but then you know the little thing not not you know direct in-game footage or whatever they say the this isn't real footage i'm like damn this is that's it's not going to be xenoblade chronicles two and a half um but i got hype when you know you see rex go to pyra and just hey listen we got something to say um and then boom she's in smash which is great i didn't want rex a lot of people are like why not rex rex wouldn't have been nearly as good of a character um and you know people complain that the last you know the game is full of anime sword fighters that's a, a popular hate from the nintendo community about the the players in smash the the fighters in smash well this blows it out the window because this is she's literally a sword she's the personification of it so this is not an anime sword fighter this is an anime sword that is now a fighter <laughs> in smash um just to kind of you know take some wind out of all the haters sales but uh, that's too meta i'm out yeah, I'm super excited. <laughs> they put in Mithra as well with, without getting into, you know, much of the game because that's uh, um, it's a bit of the story of the game and what makes the game special. But they put in Mithra as like a uh, a Zelda chic kind of thing like they did in um, previous uh, Smash Brothers where you have kind of both character on the same kit or kind of like the Pokemon trainer um, where you have multiple characters in the same the same character slot. Um so it's really cool. Really excited. Um, after it came out, uh, Japan, Amazon Japan sold out of the game. You can't buy Xenoblade Chronicles 2 even in Japan anymore, um, the hard copy at least. And it's been hard to find in the U.S. for months since the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition came out, which just further proves that a, a character in Smash is good for not only Smash, but the franchise it comes from. So um, one of the biggest cool moments of the Direct right off the rip. Yeah, looking at it now. Don't have on, any. In, oh, oh no! Say, look at that now. And Amazon is going for a hundred bucks, so it like doubled. The state, the statement the test makes that uh, you know, adding a character to Smash really helps the franchise out is a really good point. Unless it's Metroid. What's Metroid? Exactly. So, um, but no, yeah, no, oh, I, I do think. But there wasn't a character added. No. Oh, yeah, totally <laughs> oh, Grim definitely wants the little guys from uh, Federation Force. He was texting me about that the other day. <laughs> well, wait, Dude, at this point, at this point, I take it, man. At this point, I would take it. <laughs> was Ridley wasn't DLC though, right? Ridley was on cart at launch, yeah. right? I think so, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so let's just say that adding a character in a DLC fighter pack <laughs> is good for both the franchise and for the game. I think it's great for every game, unless it's Metroid, because it's cursed. <laughs> but hey, you know, um, obviously I don't have a I don't have a huge stake in in Smash uh, or um, Xenoblade, but the character looked cool. You know, I mean, from from the video, it was it was a it was a cool addition. I. Uh, that's about all I have on it. Yeah, I've, I've found that most of these DLC fighters haven't moved the needle whatsoever for me. Uh, we know I'm not a JRPG guy. We know Xenoblade is something I'm never going to play. But I at least looked at this character and the play style and stuff and go, that at least looks fun to play, which I can't say about all the fighters that they've released as DLC uh, in Smash. So at least, you know, if I was hanging out with test and he had the dlc i'd probably pick the fighter and try it out where that's not true about most of the other dlc fighters that they've released for smash so it at least seemed like a logical thing and um i i personally believe that when shulk was added to 
uh, previous ma- this previous Smash game he was in that it did sort of boost the status of Xenoblade, the first Xenoblade game. And I think I think we've already seen proof here that we're seeing that here for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And more people playing uh, maybe an underappreciated Nintendo game is uh, good in my book. Speaking of fighters getting added to games, I'm just going to go completely sideways and say this was cool. But I, I did put my vote in because there's a there's a there's a big push to add Wayne from Letterkenny into Mortal Kombat. And I definitely feel <laughs> yeah, that out, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that I would I would buy that in a heartbeat. Just rolling up the sleeves and beating ass in Mortal Kombat off, off, off topic. Yeah. So, I mean, let's get that started. Wayne and Smash Brothers. Let's go. But yeah, I don't know if that's going to I'm fit. sure Nintendo will right. let it fly. All right. Move, moving along. Uh, here's one that I think we all saw coming. Uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is getting ported to the Nintendo Switch. It's been available on PlayStation and PC uh side note i believe we did see it announced for xbox this week as well uh but those two platforms were sort of left out of the fall guy sensation which was real hot for about two weeks in the late summer early fall (laughs) Uh, my question about fall guys coming this coming summer is it too late for fall guys to to really pick up steam or is it had already lost its place what do you guys think it's it i mean you just go look at it from the standpoint of even viewership on twitch it has fallen off of a cliff so mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what Fall Guys can do can do to really like just bring that that excitement back. Um, you know they they struggled with they didn't have crossplay ready. They they you know they have uh, been slow to get this out on other platforms. I don't know what exclusivity there's been on, uh, as far as delaying this, but I mean for the Switch, I, I'm sure. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Because here's the thing about Fall Guys. There's a paywall to get into it. You know, it's not it's not as simple as Warzone or or some of these free to play games that people can just jump into and enjoy. Um, Obviously, like Fortnite and even Among Us has a very, very small paywall. So, um, you know, Fall Guys to me, like I I thought about jumping into it the other day and then I was like, why? Why am I going to play this game? And I just moved on to something else. And so when I saw this announcement for the Switch, I instantly said, just too late. It's too late. I'll buy it again. I bought it on PC. I'll buy it again. It's such a fun game. (laughs) Just a fun game to pick up and play. If they can get cross play together, they might have a, a prayer that's of, that's the important part, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. if, if they can't get crossplay together, then they're, they're dead in the water because it's. I mean, they're already. You, you look at any other tweets and it just says "dead game." <laughs> Immediately, the toxic Twitter. <laughs> game right if they can get crossplay going, then absolutely, there all of a sudden yeah. is a value to um me to rebuying that game. So I would agree with that statement. Is that that I would even consider buying it on Switch at that point, knowing that I could just team up with anybody. Um, and, and have some fun uh, during lunch or whatever, like like you said, have play a couple rounds and move on with my life. Yeah, I never dropped any money on it. I got it uh, free when it hit um, PlayStation Plus. Um, so, I mean, I might, depending on what the, uh, what is it, like 20 bucks uh, Switch, yeah. I might, yeah, I, might, I mean, I might drop some just to have it on the, uh, the Switch to play on the go if we ever go anywhere ever again. <laughs> Wouldn't count on it. All right, up next, uh, the uh, independent game Outer Wilds is getting a Switch port. Um, My initial thought on this, at least for me being someone that has other places I could play this game, I didn't think it looked very pretty on Switch, and it would be a pass for me because I have other places to play it. 
Um, do you guys have any thoughts on that? My, about the same for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looked good. So Switch is your only place, then, you know, it's yeah, you uh, a, a celebrated game. So you might have fun with it. Uh, the other thing I have noted here that was also announced with it, uh, Samurai Warriors 5 is getting a port to the Switch. Uh, this is sort of, a, I believe, a, a remade version or a prettied up version of Samurai Warriors 5. Um, I mean, it's a Samurai Warriors game. Yeah, you like those one versus one thousands. I mean, I'll stick with Hyrule Warriors personally, uh, but both those games coming out this summer. You guys have any thoughts on Samurai Warriors? I'm just a little worried about how it's going to run on the Switch because um, and Tess, feel free to correct me. But um, I was hearing that um, that Hyrule Warriors 2 was having some issues getting sluggish once you got like tons of um, mobs on the screen. I mean, it struggles a little bit in a lot of places, but then it struggles a lot of bit in some places as well. So it's <laughs> the first Hyrule Warriors eventually got optimized that showed that it would work. But this age of calamity and as far as i'm aware there hasn't been a performance update since launch um these uh, muso games the one versus a thousand just it, it's not the switch's strong suit you know yeah. rendering that many characters albeit non-unique at a time it just it's going <laughs> to struggle yeah I'm, i mean similar thoughts on that uh the one thing the one cool thing i'll make a note on is the uh added art styles to the game look pretty cool the cell shaded art styles uh looked fun that's that's about it all right the next uh the next the next announcement was so weeby i felt personally attacked and offended that it was on my screen <laughs> why is it that i have any portion of Famicom De- Detective Club, which is a remake of an old Japanese Famicom detective game. Uh, it's coming out on Switch. I don't think anyone in the United States cares whatsoever that this game that was a Japanese-only release is coming out on the Switch. So You're I... I no, 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 I'm not in. I'm not in. I, I looked at a list of announcements before I watched the Direct, right? And so I saw this... I saw this this announcement and I go, oh, cool. What is this Famicom thing like Detective Club? I'm like, I'm like, is this like like a device or like a, or, or like a special version of something that's like Famicom colors or something? And then I got into the and realized it was a game. And then I watched the game for about two seconds and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like it was just super disappointed. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, some people will be excited for this, but this is not for me, and it's a hard pass. This was one of the You're worst You're going to see it live, twitch.tv slash Grim the Diamond. He'll be streaming the whole thing to nah, completion. No way. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this was one of the worst one, the worst things. I mean, we're going to get worse. It's going to get worse. <laughs> Does it get worse? I don't know if it gets worse than this. Oh, that stupid zombie game looked like ass. <laughs> And then right, we'll get to the end. Yeah, you're right. What, what was I wrote it that DC no, Superhero no. Girl Team Power? Oh no! Oh no! Give me Team Power pump, and give me ass the... zombies over weeb dumbness. Like no wait, way. Did you wait? Hold on, hold on. Did you? Okay, I'm not even going to get into this. I, I think I agree with I, I agree with Testonomics here. Um, but but we, we'll get into it when those no announcements way. come. <laughs> way man, way. I saw the DC game. Okay, way. I agree with Dust. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so a couple of years ago, we got uh, some of the secret of Mana games and a bunch of the Mana games board, but Legend of Mana was missing. And I know some old school PlayStation fans were upset about that. Boom. We're finally getting it. Legend of Mana heading to the Nintendo Switch in June. I couldn't care less. 
Do you guys have any affinity for Legend of Mana? I got yelled at by by um, my wife because I didn't tell her that this got announced, and then that's when I informed her that I didn't watch the direct, and then I got yelled at more that I still didn't tell her. So that's about the I'm only. Glad she's <laughs> keeping you in line. That's about the only level of anything that I care about this game. I have it on PS One. I don't I don't play it on PS One, and I won't play it on Switch. But she probably will. So there you go. Johnny Riot and um, I, I believe it was it was uh, Xander like shamed me for never playing this game. So I'm gonna have to like like play it were they jrpg gatekeeping you because it sounds like it <laughs> i was a little hurt my feelings were a little hurt wow bullying happening in our own discord i won't stand for it <laughs> <Could> you imagine <laughs> what are the odds 2021 <coughs> uh, all right mo- moving along <laughs> moving along monster hunter rise which we had a playable demo of a few weeks back uh I don't know if the uh, the launch date was officially known, but they did say it's March 26th, so it's coming out next month. Uh, it's a Monster Hunter game that I believe is exclusive to the Switch, um, and it's a Monster Hunter game. I'm not going to play it, but I, I at least got some respect for the franchise and good for fans I of mean, the series. Also announce a special edition system, not the special edition system I was hoping they would announce during this direct, but there you go, more Monster Hunter exclusive stuff. Uh, they also, Didn't they also announce a a um pro controller too yeah i think was that so. was that where they yeah, yeah it was a black and gold uh, uh pro controller but yeah. I, i'm surprised you didn't hype this more with that crazy bear that was in the trailer you you like bears so i thought maybe this would be the the monster hunter game for you with that like alpha move that like the crazy hyper bear you're right i do like bears but again it was so weeby i almost had diarrhea <laughs> looking at it so <laughs> All right, well, I tried. Can't do it. I tried. Can't do it. <laughs> I um, I played Monster Hunter World and tried, and if Monster Hunter World can't get me, guess what? Monster Hunter uh, Rise isn't going to catch me either, so it's pass for me. I couldn't get in the world because I didn't have anyone to play with. Um, this one, um, I, I might have found a Switch community that 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 might be playing it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take another dip in that toe, and I'm gonna get it. I had fun with the beta. Uh, really enjoyed the or the or the demo. I think it's still alive now, but uh, yeah, I'm, they're going to get some more of my dollars this time. Side note on Monster Hunter. Did, any thoughts? Did, it's, the game looks good, but I've, I've never gotten into Monster Hunter. Yeah. Not the, the, the one on DS that got ported to Switch, the one that's on Game Pass that I just didn't want. It's just, it's not my kind of game. Dauntless tried to hook people in with a diet version of the game, um, and that was okay, but not great. Um, so no, I'm, there's, I have no intent on picking this up though. That, what is it? March 26th. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that the date you said? Yeah. That, that date's going to come back up later. Um, I think monster hunter is a, a hiding secrets from us. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Mm. The thing, like I've tried multiple versions of, of monster hunter and I've just never been able to get into it as far as dealing with the whole like hunger aspect, stamina aspect. Just, it just isn't the hack and slash game that I, that I want. And so, um, but a fun side note, did, did you guys know that the Monster Hunter movie's out? Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, wasn't it this, wasn't it on the show last week that I joked about going to a theater <laughs> and risk getting COVID to see it? <laughs> see, see, I already, th- this is what I mean. I like, I had already even blocked that out of my, out of my mind because I'm sitting there on, um, what was it? Uh, Amazon prime movies or whatever. And I just see it there. And it said that it came out in 2020 turns out it like hit vod like just a couple days ago or something so 
I don't know. I, I watched the trailer and I was like, wait, like this doesn't even hint like it looked so bad. It looked just terrible to the point where I added it to my list because I'm I'm at that point now where I've been locked in my house for a year and I've watched every movie that I want to watch. So now I'm going into like the yeah, this looks bad. I think I'm gonna check it out. So um yeah, it, it's so bad you can't even rent it. You got to buy it for 19.99 on uh, on Amazon Prime. So I was like, oh okay, well, guess I'll wait until I can rent it. But anyways. There's a there's a uh, smaller streamer that I mean I say smaller average is 150 to 200 people um, who's probably one of the biggest Monster Hunter fans I've ever seen on the internet and when people ask him about it he goes what movie I I what are you talking about I'm not aware of yep. a movie coming out so uh, yep. that's at least what the Monster Hunter diehards might be thinking about this movie to give you any inclination of how good it's going to turn out. I understand that. I've heard rumors for years they're going to make a third live-action Ninja Turtles movie, and I've just never never seen it happening. So I understand that person's sentiments. Okay. This is the first game that I finally thought I might spend some money on, but it's probably going to end up being disappointing. Mario Golf is coming to the Switch with Mario Golf Super Rush coming out in June of this year. It looks like it's another minor update to the Mario golf formula where they throw in, you know, a new wild mode to try and grasp you into play. I mean, I've always been more of a Mario tennis guy. I haven't played a Mario golf game. I don't think since the N64, but I liked playing the classic one. Uh, and I tend to like the Mario sports games a lot. Um, and I had fun with golf story. So that's what kind of has me thinking like, maybe I need to get this Mario golf game and, uh, and give it a try. So the new mode in this is sort of like a scramble mode where you're hitting the ball and then you're running and using power-ups to get to your ball quicker to make golf uh, a race to the hole, which actually looked like it was kind of chaotic and fun. What do you guys think of this Mario Golf trailer? That new mode is the only thing that looks remotely interesting to me, and I feel like I'd play it twice at your house, and that would be enough. <laughs> you know, the story yeah. mode... I can't imagine the story mode is going to be like golf story for a 15 or $20 game that most people bought on sale for seven 99. Or I think in your case that I think I gave you a, I gave, I let some people, I gave yeah. people credit to buy it. Cause I'm like, just play the game. It set yeah. such a strong precedent for how simple and rewarding a golf story driven game could be. And I don't think Nintendo gets close to it. I think it's going to be some convoluted, oh, the Mushroom Kingdom, you got to score a hole-in-one to save Peach. Like, no, no. Just give me a story. So, yeah, that ultimate rush mode, super fun-looking, only redeeming aspect of the game. Even graphically, it doesn't look as good as the last. If you go on, if you go and look at the angry Nintendo nerds, graphically, the game looks such a stripped-down textureless version now it looks clean because it's 1080p and whatever but it's textureless it's bland so i don't know what the point of that was given that they had a better looking golf game beforehand and now they're well now it's brighter and more vibrant but i don't know the rush mode will be fun i'll be happy to play it at, at the uh at the the main event manor v4 and uh but aside <laughs> from that it's it, it'll never get picked up yeah, I, I pretty much agree with what you guys said. I, I saw the announcement and I was like, oh, cool. And then the first like screenshot came through and I'm like, that doesn't look very good. And um, yeah, besides the new mode, it just kind of felt like a old, uh, old looking outdated game. 
see i never played any of the golf games so i was looking at it and it looked a little looked a little fun and like like you guys were saying the rush mode the, the chaos in there kind of may look appealing but um yeah i wait for a uh, nintendo sale to to grab it because i mean last golf game i played was was wii sports so get that golf was a treat say like, get golf story <laughs> yeah. then 100 yeah. percent. okay next time yeah. it's on Gol- sale pick it up for six seven bucks it's a brilliant 15 hours okay yeah super good highly recommend that one uh tales from the borderlands is hitting the switch as a port it's a telltale game that takes place in the world of borderlands i'm a borderlands guy and i played about two hours of it it's not like telltale games aren't really for me you guys have any interest in it what happened to them going bankrupt when i saw this show up i thought i thought they were out of business when i was still on the podcast i thought they went out of business they did what happened over the last two years that these assholes have money to port to the switch they they actually got their ips got bought out and they're like yeah they like yeah. Merged, by who uh, i forgot who bought them who wants those i thought visual TH- novels with borderlands am i crazy to thq nordic pick them up it might might have been it. Yeah, you needs to go back to working on a wrestling game and not what <laughs> Handsome Jack's up to. Yeah, um, I already own this game physical, and <laughs> never played it. Plus, I have it, I think, for free in like digital form somehow. Never played it. Uh, there's no way I'm going to spend money on this for the Switch. Um, apparently, uh, LCG Entertainment. Uh, okay, I was way uh, off. <laughs> Whoever that is, <laughs> dumb. <laughs> Congratulations, you wasted your money. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, up next to the game that Testonomics was hyped as hell for, told me he's buying day one. Stubbs the Zombie is coming to (laughs) the the Nintendo Switch. Don't talk about this game. game. Look, I swear swear to you, it either looked like it came out on... It, this either launched on the second gen iPod Touch or it was a Wii launch title. <laughs> this would it be looks so damn bad. Fires. Well, first of all, hundred dumpster fires. So bad. Well, first I'm of all, I'm watching it in the direct and go, "How is this game being released on a modern system?" So I own this game on the original Xbox. It looks better on. <laughs> it looks better on the original <laughs> Xbox. Oh, so this original Xbox game? This was an original Xbox game, yeah. And they took yep. away five polygon per model and they put it on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Was the second worst thing on this on this direct. I don't know who, who greenlit that. We sorry guys, we can't do forty eight minutes. We we need fifty. Does anybody have some shit in the trash that they can put on into this two minutes? This was so bad. Yeah, this was so bad. This was so bad. <laughs> they were like, well, we're already padding the time with Famicom Detective, so <laughs> let's, let's keep reaching. The thing so about the, what do the, the players want? The thing about this where, you know, I think it was a big miss on the direct for sure because it just doesn't look like whoever ported Good. this or whatever, whoever, they, they, they did a horrible job. But Stubbs the Zombie is like, it was a really good game, fun game on, on the original Xbox. So, like, I think they were they thought that people would be excited about this until they saw the gameplay. And then everyone was like, wait a minute, what, what the hell happened? <clears throat> yep. That's a, that's a huge bust. That, that looked God awful. Uh, all right. Capcom is releasing a series of downloadable contents that you can add to the Capcom arcade stadium. It's one of those games that give you 1942 for free in there from there. You can spend $15 on different gaming bundles to get arcade versions of Capcom classics. Um, 
I'm probably not going to buy any of these. I might temporarily download the game to play 1942 for free a couple times. Uh, but the pricing on the packs at $15 each seems reasonable enough. But I don't I don't necessarily enjoy classic Capcom arcade games, so I don't see me playing any of these. Yeah. No. I I, you know, like, I also just don't like the style of, like, a uh, store within a store. Like, I'm just not a, not a fan of that. Um, but whatever I, i'm, I'm kind of on board with you i don't think i don't think this drive this doesn't drive me to uh any interest i do like i, I have played 1942 and and have enjoyed it but even that it doesn't drive me to uh download this and waste space on my on my switch for something i'll never launch all right up yeah. next is the probably the second worst looking game showed off at the nintendo <laughs> direct and it was mind-blowing to me that no the no this next travis touchdown no more heroes game again looks like it's from an iphone 3g uh the app store you can download it you can play it, it looked awful it's coming out august 27th i have no interest in ever playing a no more heroes game and this one looked like ass so you've never played a no more no more Heroes right. game before Correct. Okay. Do they all look like ass? They all kind of look like ass, and they all kind of play like ass, but they're really fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's that, what's the guy's name? Is it, it's uh, Suda 51. Suda 51. Yeah, Suda 51. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like Grasshopper or something, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just, it's just like his, it's, it's, it's that shtick. It's, it's what mm -hmm. those games are. Like, uh, you get the, the mowing the lawn before fighting the boss. Cause you need to get more gold. And it's like, that's just, mm -hmm. the games are just real weird. Like they're real, not westernized. Games. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah, that's my problem with half the stuff, half the stuff on this, on the showcase is non-westernized stuff that I don't want to see. Yeah. But this isn't like non-westernized in like a weeby way. This is just it's kind of weird. Just I just a little weird, weird and weeby go hand in hand to me. That's not true. It, to me, you it play, is. Butter boy, you play, uh, you play a lollipop chainsaw, then we'll talk. Yeah, I'm going to pass on lollipop chainsaw, too. Passing on that one. Yeah. Looks like a, I think it's a pervert game. I'm passing on it. Yeah, Travis. Uh, tra tra Travis is okay. But yeah, if that comes out at 60 bucks, which I think it will. Although he got the stupid zombie game. Oh. <laughs> Only on Xbox. Man, let's see if that Series X is backwards compatible on stubs. Get that boy auto HDR. <laughs> Built with the Halo engine, baby. Oh, then it's got to be ass. <laughs> Man. What, Halo Man. Infinite engine? That's why listen, listen, any game that's made by Wipeload and Aspire. Okay, listen. Any, <laughs> like, come on, guys. Wait, you, wait, 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 Wipeload, Wipeload and Aspire? <laughs> that can't be true. That can't be true. Oh, focus, focus. If you're watching on stream, look at the bottom. <laughs> why isn't this podcast called Wipeload? That's a great name. <laughs> oh, Aspire. man. Yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's, let's keep things moving. Sorry, yeah, I just wasn't yeah. anything to say. <laughs> the next game, uh, Neon White, uh, coming this winter. Is this the one that was the first person like card game it, where you're jumping around and fighting demons? Yeah, that was too weird for me. I mean, it looked the whoa, art. I mean, the art whoa, thing whoa. looked. looked I, yeah, I know. I know. Whoa. Player one, Weeby. Too weird weeby for garbage. you because it's more weeby it, garbage that yeah, we didn't need but, to see. But when but when Player One Miggy says it's too weird for him. That's uh concerning. That's concerning. Yeah, because I was to fight demons. Where else yeah. are you fight demons in heaven? 
Yeah, but the control scheme, it just looks super weird. Like, like I don't ass. know. I mean, I'm <laughs> down with the story and everything, but if the controls, if it had been like a third-person shooter or something, or a true first-person shooter. Down with the story? <laughs> what story was there? I'm going having to fight demons with cards. It's Yu-Gi-Oh you know? versus Satan. Like, what, what are you talking about? Magic the looks, Gathering meets you know your versus Satan. This looks so remedial. So remedial. <laughs> oh, man. No, that was a All that right. was a bad take, Miggy. We keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the other game that Tess said he really wants to play: DC Superhero Girls <laughs> Team Power. <laughs> this come was on, such a long trailer. It, so it long. had so many different. Oh, you got Supergirls here? Well, no shit. Like, oh, Batgirls here? Of course she is. Here's the like, one take I had. The one take I had on this game was the very beginning of the trailer was like, I'm Barbara Gordon. And then it like cut. She's like, and I'm Batgirl or some shit. I'm like, congratulations. You just gave away your secret identity, you dumbass. <laughs> then she's like, let's go to the cupcake shop. Like, what? What is going on? Aren't you supposed to be fighting crime? Or cupcakes? Right. But just remember, this is the game that you said was better than, than Detective or whatever. Um, I would 100% rather play this yeah. than the Famicom detective game no man. doubt man not even know. close because this looks like a game and the famicom detective thing yeah. looks like a weird you'd play stubs the zombie too uh stubs the zombie might give me eye cancer i can't play that game <laughs> anyways this game looked uh I, I mean i obviously it's driven towards children so like whatever but i watched it, it was like uh why is this even why is this even getting the time on this direct like like and and for uh, what Tess was saying, how long they got on this direct was just unbelievable. All right, moving along. Plants vs. Zombies Battle for the Neighborhood Complete Edition coming to Switch in March. I don't think anyone has anything to say about that. Oh, I right? do. I'm going, I'm going pro in this game. I'm dropping every game I play. I'm going all in on this. I've been waiting for the Complete Edition for years. For the Switch only, though. <laughs> Get ready to clip it. <laughs> Man, respect, Grim. Respect. I'll follow Man, you, you see the I'll, Gatling I'll, gun I'll, that I'll shoots footballs, corner. bro? Come on. I'm sad that I remember, uh, Mario, that, I Mario remember that part. Stuff. It's coming to Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, guys. We have two of them here in the chat. You guys uh, care about the Mario stuff? You going to work on your islands with it? It looks cool. The warp pipe yeah. game changer. Yeah. Game changer warp pipe. 100%. Everything else is just, and you can only order five items a day, so it's going to be, you're not going to get as much as you want anyway, so. But the 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 warp pipe. Primo. Yeah. Same All right. Pro Project Triangle Strategy. Oh, dear God. Which, which oh, uh, work, shut up. Working, oh, dear God. Working title. <laughs> working title. I, let's make sure you put that in there. Working title. But yeah, so yeah, so was come up with a name for your game Octopath. before you announce it. <laughs> um, this is uh, what would you call it? It's like a tactical RPG. Is this made by Square Enix? Yeah. Is this made by the people made Octopath Project Octopath Traveler? Yeah. Yeah. That's why um, it looks like the same. I'm not going to play it, but if you like strategy <laughs> RPGs, go go good for you. Any thoughts on this, guys? There's a demo out right now. They do uh, quite a bit more about like leverage and it's it's like you know your height advantage and things like that um it looks like they took a lot of what people didn't like about octopath and changed it to where like decisions matter and characters aren't bland and awful and things like that 
Um, and with the open demo, Octopath Traveler changed a lot between their open demo and the actual release, because this doesn't come out for quite some time. Um, I think if people put the time, I think this is going to be a really good game. I also think it'll be $30 a year after launch. Um, you know, you'll be able to catch it on sale relatively quickly because these tactic games are not for everybody. And since it's not produced by Nintendo, it won't be evergreen like Fire Emblem is. Um, but I think it'll be a fun game. I played the demo for a little bit. I'm not overly impressed, but I'm not as turned away like I was uh, by Octopath Traveler. Is it like same universe as Octopath or we don't know? I don't think it has any. I don't I don't think there's anything in common between Separate, the two, okay. but it might just be too too soon to tell. Okay. Or I don't remember, or there could have been blatant connections, and I just, I never finished Octopath. I put like 40 hours into it and sold it to one of Jazzy's friends. Fair enough. Owl's friends, somebody else in the Owl house. Who? Cool. All right. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to see if Test has some lowdown on this. Um, they showed off a trailer for Star Wars Hunters coming later this year. Test, do you know what Star Wars Hunters is? Because they didn't show us anything. But I'm so excited. It yeah. looks like it's, it almost looks like it's going to be a free to play PvP Star Wars game. I don't know anything yeah. about it. The, That's the, kind of what I was thinking. Maybe a Battle Royale Star Wars game. Yeah, the, the microtransactions. There, there was a leak that came out bef hours before the uh, direct that ended up being ninety percent right, and they had this as a um, Republic Commando is what they thought was in this slot. Um, so I don't know if they saw some gameplay and it's similar, or if they're just taking a guess because they were just a you know a fly on the wall. But I don't know what this is or if there's any other information because I haven't looked at it up yet. Um, but I'm really excited for whatever it is. Looks like it's going to be cross-play. I don't know. I thought they said something about cross-play. Maybe it's Switch only. I think it's Switch it's only. Switch and mobile. Uh, Switch it's, and mobile. Oh, it's made by Zynga. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was hoping someone would catch it. That I, I, I was just, honestly, what just happened live on this show with Test was how I felt. <laughs> I was like, oh, this could be cool. And then I saw the Zynga and I was like, yeah, it could have been cool. Um, uh... I'm no longer interested in this game. Um, <laughs> if you've seen the look on his, his face, face. Says it's a team-based multiplayer battle. Yeah, it's honestly, you know what it reminds what I think it is. I think it's like Rogue Company, four v four type deal. You know, mm. Valorant style, mm. something like that. Oh, did you catch this one? Star Wars Hunters will be available free to download on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, on the iTunes App Store and Google Play later this year. It's a phone game. Yeah, it's a phone game with 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 Joy-Con controls. Yep. Damn. That sucks. I don't trust Zynga, and this is going to be ass. Never mind. <laughs> Next. Get ready to pay fifty dollars. Get ready to play fifty dollars for a blue stormtrooper. Right. Right. No, for a chance to open a crate to maybe get a blue. Storm. <laughs> right. There you go. Zynga. It sucks. Uh, Hades getting a physical release uh, next month on the 19th. I know we have at least two guys in here that are big Hades fans. Um, other than Hades hype, um, what do you guys think? I think, I mean, it deserves a physical release. I, it's, a, it's a great game. And uh, I, I was hoping for a little bit more like a like a deluxe collector's edition or something like that. I mean, you are getting extra stuff with this from the looks of it, but um, 
yeah, I mean, I, I love Supergiant games, and, and anytime I've been able to get a hold of uh, one of their games physical, be it through, like, Limited Run or Signature Series or whoever's doing their one-off runs, uh, this is, uh, you know, this is another one that's pretty cool, so. I'll if it, it would have had a 12-inch Zagria statue, I would have bought it, yeah. you know, 150 bucks, like, like Grim said, a super deluxe edition with the art, but I just, but I, I needed something, like, more. Yep. Well, I just think you have such a cool game here with like the, the with the world that you're building in. Like you could have done something cool with even like the box it comes in being some sort of book from hell or, you know, from Hades or something like like it could have been so cool. And maybe they still do something like that. But this 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 version just looks pretty basic. And um, I already own the game. So but to your point, well-deserved. Hope it sells out and makes Supergiant a ton of money. You know, they, they yep. earn every dollar they get from this game. It's a Absolutely. masterpiece. Absolutely. All right. Uh, raise your hand to the camera if you guys have anything to add on this. Otherwise, we'll breeze past it. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection is launching on Nintendo Switch on June 10th. All of you guys raise your hand. I think you're clowning on me. I believe these are the Ninja Gaiden games that were released on PlayStation 3 back in the day. <laughs> what do you guys got to say? Make Ninja sure sucks. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! I got nothing. You stole my line. <laughs> I was gonna say, make sure if you get it, make sure you have a pro controller and don't use a Joy-Con because you definitely will get get drift <laughs> from playing these games. Um. Yeah. I'm. Um. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Just okay. take the words out of uh, my mouth. All right, now, all of you guys have more experience in this department than I do. Apex Legends coming to Nintendo <laughs> March 9th. We've known about this. this Are you guys going to play Apex on Switch? <laughs> Looks I, like it was made out of fucking clay. Like, dude, we were talking about Stubbs the Zombie. For the entire game. Bad, awful, and this, dirt. This <laughs> game is going to run so bad on the Switch. I, I have... I mean, again, the the the, the next thing we're going to talk about maybe will help will change my mind on some of these things if if it all ends up being true. But right now, the way the world sits, the last thing I ever want to play on a Switch is Apex Legends. I'm just saying it. I, I I can't believe they even got this thing. Well, I can't even really state that statement. I can't believe they got it to somewhat run on this system. <sighs> Wasn't the porting team like the like the god porting team? Oh, was it Panic Button? Yeah. Oh, that's just that's disappointing. Like, what did they do? Was were they, they the Doom, Doom guys? They did Doom and uh, they did Rocket they did League. Doom. Rocket yeah, they, League. They run Car Soccer. Yeah. I'm not, you know. Just about any of the really big ports, Panic Button has had their hands in. They've they've done all of the machine game Warframe. Yeah, I mean yeah, to be fair, they, Rocket League runs like ass. Now I think about it on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> so so right, maybe maybe button. maybe we don't hold that one up as as like a but but Doom. No, I mean, it's playable. You're just used <laughs> to playing it on a gaming PC. I know, and a but like Series some of X. the arenas are so bad, man. Are they're so bad, like. Yeah, but it's playable. Yeah, for how old like of a game? It looks like dicks in your eyes, but it <laughs> runs fine. There's nothing about it not being playable. I don't want dicks in my eyes. I want them to be able to enjoy the game. Now, I will download Apex Legends. <laughs> Unless they try to do like a Founders thing where you get some stuff, but you have to pay 20 bucks to play it early or whatever, like they do with a lot of the free-to-play games. Once the game is just free to download, I'll give it a shot. If it runs, if it can lock 30 frames a second at 
540p like if it can just run well that i can play a game handheld that's not like i'll never play this on my tv i'll never play this on my tv i'm sorry i just read a comment in the chat from specter yeah did 320p Butter... 40 frames per second no that one's good but after that he says did Butterboy also work as an exec for cd project red <laughs> <laughs> guys guys we can't we can't dog on on rocket league okay i mean it's like dicks in our eyes but it works okay <laughs> it works dude <laughs> You got me. See, I've been on the payroll for months. Oh, oh man, I love it. See, Apex Legends on the Switch is about to look like Dorok on the M64. <laughs> Beware, Oblivion is at hand. That was code. Yes, yes. Jeez, I was thinking more of like uh, Modern Warfare for the for the Wii. No, I think Modern Warfare for the Wii is going to run better than the, than Apex is going to run on. There's just too much going on. It's too yeah. fast. That's, too the, that's the thing. The speed the of that Fortnite game. Couldn't load guys, tilted towers. Right. Yeah, guys, that's Fortnite like, doesn't even run great on the It doesn't. Like you'd land, and you'd go up against the big tower, and you just wait for the window to render <laughs> right. in before you could climb through it. It wasn't the I'm watching people objects explode in the cartoon game. Fortnite ran better on my phone than it did on my Switch for like 100%. For the, yeah. So 100%. like. Oh man. I will play this game. <laughs> I'll try a I'll try a, a a handled one just because everybody I don't think there's crossplay right there's no cross no there is anymore. it is crossplay now oh god so I'll be in lobby with real stuff like real yeah. systems yeah Apex Ugh. went full crossplay uh, I thought I was just gonna be playing with Switch people I'll just go around throwing out games <laughs> no PC that, PC players are gonna that. PC players are gonna have a heyday with this oh my goodness oh that's it's gonna be fun to when does it come out Dead I. Or Butterboy? Uh, March 9th. Yep. Okay. So in two and a half weeks, I'll give it a mm-hmm. shot. We'll see what happens. I think it takes like 32 gigs of your storage, though. I read that earlier. The physical game doesn't actually come with the game. It just comes with a code to download it if you buy the game in store. So. All right, moving on. Up next, <laughs> uh, I think all of our spidey senses got ting- tingly when we saw Eiji Anuma hit the screen and he let us know right away there will not be any Breath of the Wild 2 information. Uh, and more or less, he was like, hey, you know, we don't, we don't have anything to show off with that. But, you know, hopefully this is good off, good enough. Now, mind you, we went into this direct with hype because we know that Zelda 35th anniversary is around the corner and Test and I were on the text prior, and I did try to remind him that we'd be lucky if we get, like, they re-theme the eShop for a week, that <laughs> Zelda theme, because we know that Nintendo only treats Mario right. Every other one of their franchises, when an anniversary comes around, they wipe their butt with it and <laughs> smear it on the wall. <laughs> Nintendo only loves Mario. Um, so I will say that I was at least pleasantly enough surprised when they announced that the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword is being ported to Nintendo Switch with both motion controls uh, that are adapted to the Joy-Cons and they now have a uh, right stick sword action to try to simulate what you would have done with the Joy-Con motion so it's available to play in handheld and for Switch Lite users. I'm personally excited because Skyward Sword is a Zelda game I never played. I didn't have the Wii Motion Plus adapter and I, I was in uh, in college at the time and I wasn't uh, putting putting aside the time to play Zelda in my dorm room. Uh, so this is one I completely missed out on. So I will be picking this up and I am excited to play it, even though I know it has mixed reviews from uh, from Zelda fans. What did you guys think about this announcement? 
I was, I mean, I'm in the same boat as you is that I never played the original, though I wanted to. Um, I'm glad they, that they, you know, they kept the motion controls and, and in a way they're going to be, you know, even better than they were. But uh, being able to not have to do that is, is, uh, is key. And obviously a lot opens up the door for switch light players to keep, make sure that we're not creating a, a rift between devices. Um, I'm, I was happy with it. Uh, that's all I really got to say. I definitely will. I, like, this is something that I was excited about to pick up for my switch out of this direct. It'll be interesting to see how well it's received. I mean, it's sold out on Amazon. It's one of the highest, the pre-orders are sold out. It's one of the highest. It's like number one on Amazon gaming. So, you know, the internet would say that this was awful and how did Nintendo just phone it in for Zelda? But the people that aren't screaming on the internet are pre-ordering the game. Um, I never beat the game. I got it past, it was it was during the Wii U's life cycle um, that I actually even tried to play it and just it graphically aged so poorly, um, m- much like a lot of that generation did, you know, when you're just talking... Um, you know, but PlayStation one graphics, right. Coming out of the Wii. Um, so I'm excited because it is the first game in like the Zelda canon, the Zelda lore, the Zelda universe starts with Skyward Sword. You, you learn about these events that starts every other game in motion. Um, so because of that, like I, I've always wanted to play it, but I just, I'm not a retro guy. I don't like the old, you know, when those like, polygon games that aged really poorly and this was almost on the other side of it but not quite so this was my minimum acceptance of what they had to do for zelda for me to say okay that that was good enough um it it came not that we want to get too deep into rumors but shortly thereafter that the same leaker community said guys they've got twilight princess and wind waker hd and we don't know why they didn't talk about them but it's 100 coming out this year and it's like okay if they give me that before September, I won't be as mad about it. But they, I don't believe they even put out a tweet or anything yesterday or Saturday about Zelda 35. So um, it's considered one of their big four, one of their big four franchises that Nintendo recognizes right now as one of their big four being Mario, Zelda, Splatoon, and Animal Crossing. But I feel like they could have done, like you're saying, they could have done the same thing that they just did with Mario with the... with. Mario 64 Sunshine and Galaxy they could have done something like that and I would have like like I'm sure I probably everybody here we would have pre-ordered it the second we could have like but um I just some just it just doesn't I don't get it sometimes with what Nintendo ends up doing something really cool and then just completely ghosts on something else uh and like you said for a major franchise that helped launch the Switch for you know like Zelda is they do obviously hold it very high and Maybe maybe something's still in the works and we're just going to hear about it. But it seems to me like it kind of was a miss again, um, though. Like I said, like you said, Skyward Sword does look um, interesting. I, I do want to play it. And though there were some negative reviews, it did like when you read the reviews on like what it was and, and how and what test just explained, it was very highly rated for that, for the concept of story and the concept of everything. Like, so that was one reason why I was always drawn to it was because people for a while there started calling it like, this is actually the best Zelda ever made type deal. And I was like, really? Like in, in my mind. And so, um, this, this will be, this is the form that I want to play it in for the first time. The, 
the people like a lot of our I say our generation our age group will look at things like a link to the past as maybe one of the best Zelda games right because it's 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 um the controls are concise the game is is very well put together and you know the story's good it's not great but it's good a lot of people who didn't get into Zelda until maybe Wind Waker Twilight Princess then they went back and revisited Ocarina of Time Skyward Sword was that moment for them where they're like this is the story i'd like to be told and the puzzles the way i'd like to be presented it's a little bit more on rails than some other zelda games it's not as explorey as other ones but that's what made it resonate with people a bit differently which is even the, uh, more of a crime why um um anuma said uh uh oh it's kind of like breath of the wild look at there's a stamina bar and a glider you know it's like yeah but it's, it's really not sir like all due respect uh, it's not so uh this was another defining zelda game it just might not have been your defining zelda game but it was for a lot of people so that's why i'm very eager to get into it it's coming out so late in the year i, I can't believe it's going to take that much longer um but just Give me Wind Waker and Twilight Princess before then, and I'll be fine. There you go. And the uh, the anchor announcement of the show is coming sometime next year. We have Splatoon 3. They gave us a little teaser of the character creation, then just showed off little hints of the gameplay. Um, we all like Splatoon. Everyone here has fun with the game, but I think we also all have some issues with uh, the way co-op play was put together the way the matchmaking was put together um for me personally if if reviews come out on this game and they say hey it's easy to party up and play with your friends that might be enough for me to hop in and play but it was just a pain in the ass to be able to link up with just one other person and squad up and play so um that's going to be the deal deal maker or breaker for me because I really enjoy the gameplay of Splatoon. It's such a fun universe and a fun game to play. Uh, I, I would like to see some of the modes expanded and uh, you know a little bit more diversity because it should be heavily a multiplayer mode because I, I game because I didn't really care for the story of Splatoon two. Um, what do you guys think? What what's a make or break for you guys on this one? I mean, matchmaking is definitely key. Um, matchmaking is very important, but also. Um, I, did, I played the story on on Splatoon and Splatoon Two. I thought I thought they were fine. There, it's definitely like a, a good a good uh, run through to even get used to the game without having to jump right into multiplayer and get obliterated and get discouraged. But um, you know, so I don't I don't mind the stories. Like and even like Splatoon 2's extra content they added down the road was 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 uh, fun. But the um, the matchmaking you just gotta you just gotta fix it like there's just no excuse as to like what i can't even call it archaic i can't call it it's just broken it's just bad like the the concept i don't even know if you had one when you made this game um if you really want that ability where you can like you throw people in and then sometimes you're on the same team and sometimes you're not you really for some reason want that in the game fine but also give us a separate mode where we can we can just team up and go in as a squad. I mean, like you ha- like every game allows you to do that except Splatoon. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of the um the multiplayer. I mean, you know, just recently getting into it, I think if I didn't have um you know the friends to play along with to you know help me with that stuff, I probably would have been like frustrated and you know maybe just stuck with the single player mode and like been done with it. 
Well, that's the thing. It doesn't matter if you have friends because sometimes you, you go out end up on the same team. Well, no, they, I'm talking about like, like, like guiding me, like explaining stuff to me, like bringing me, giving me the explanations and, and all that. Yeah. Cause it, 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 when we, first of all, you have to hope you can get into a match. If it's not like crowded, then once you get in there, it'd be nice. If we could pair up, you know, like make the team and then add in the other rando randos. Um, but yeah, you can't stay on the same team. It flips, flip flops you back and forth. That's another thing I don't like. I was really disheartened because I'm surprised they're coming out with Splatoon 3 on the Switch um, when, you know, Splatoon 2 wasn't even a launch title. Like, it's it's not, the system's not that old, or the the Splatoon 2's not that old. And yes, they've supported it for years, and they just put out another balancing patch, or one's coming out soon. They've announced another balancing patch. I was really hopeful that when I first saw this, and specifically when the Inkling got onto the bus to start going out to whatever, I'm like, Splatoon Battle Royale. Here it is. Here's Nintendo's Battle Royale, where it'll be free to play, and then they can cosmetic you through the wall. Imagine Nintendo using their own IP as cosmetics in another game. Imagine you being able to get, you know, instead of doing a bow, you get like, you know, a a Zelda bow or, or a Hyrulean shield or the melee weapon, you get a master sword or, you know, certain bombs, you get fireballs. Like, Nintendo being able to weaponize their own IP in a cosmetic type game like they could have done so much um because if you think and unless i've got my years wrong we haven't gotten a new donkey kong since before splatoon 1 came out so this is the third splatoon game that's come out since we got tropical freeze now yes tropical freeze got redid that's not the point same thing with mario kart and one may argue well it's just mario kart well this is just turf war there's not a huge dynamic change between between splatoon 1 and splatoon 2 and i'm sure we're just going to get more cars or i'm sorry more weapons and more power-ups and more of this these aren't earth shattering different games so how do you not give us you, you you give us mario kart 8 then splatoon 1 2 3 and you give us Donkey Kong Tropic Freeze and Splatoon 1, 2, 3. Metroid, God knows, however, there's been 17 Splatoons since our last Metroid game that yeah. wasn't a 2D platformer. You know, it's it's weird how much love they show this franchise. And it's huge in Japan. This game is huge in Japan. So it makes sense why Nintendo and some of their more recent marketing sees Splatoon as one of their four pillars right? Like this is a big game. This is their multiplayer. This is their eSport. but they can't fumble again. They fumbled with Splatoon 2 in a way that it was still a very good game, a great buy at $60. We may do with the crappy matchmaking. I never got into ranked where it's even easier to play with your friends because the fact you couldn't play casually with friends burned people so bad. But we had nights years ago. I've got screenshots where we had a lobby of eight, eight, eight people we knew playing round after round bmc played it what does bmc play a game that's fun and not free right like everybody <laughs> uh, i think he playing. rented it didn't he rent it from family no, I filled in my copy so i could buy it digitally i gave yep. him a good test deal that was after he family videoed it for one of our game nights it was yeah, hilarious. yeah. we bullied it we cash apped him for we bullied it up on a five <laughs> barbecue yep. that if we could cash app him 40 i was going to give him my copy that i had on me either way it was a fun game, and this game will be fun too. They just can't make it hard to play with your friends. Because if they make it a little bit hard to play with your friends, you're just going to look and say, Nintendo, you're not even listening to your Western your Western base. Yep. Which we know they don't. We know they don't. But just listen to this one thing. Like, just make it where you can party up 
and play the game with your friends. It's not a huge ask. Um, it's like the minimal ask. It's the minimal yeah. ask. It's all we need. Um, but, you know, we'll see. They've got, is it, this was a next year game. This was 2022 and not even like a season, right? This was just 2022. Yeah. 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 So who knows? This could be their holiday launch. Like this, we might be, you know, 20 months out from seeing Splatoon, uh, Splatoon three and take the time you need. Just, it's not going to be fundamentally wildly different. So make, make the changes that matter, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, can we make, yeah, I I think you're going to say the same thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Does it have to do with some shit I can't buy? Yes. That I can't buy? Yes. That I'm mad about? Yes. So, before they bookended it with Splatoon 3, they had Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword themed Joy-Con they were coming out with for 80 bucks. Now, mind you, we're not going to get back in time to when Skyward Sword first came out and you got the game and the golden Wiimote and the stupid adapter for, what, 70 bucks? We're not going to go there. We're not going to go to the fact that Skyward Sword is currently on the Wii U eShop for $20. We're not going to go there. I just want to buy these stupid Joy-Con because I really like Zelda. I just want to buy them. They went up on Target.com earlier. I popped up, go, add to cart, Apple Pay, buy. Your postal code's wrong. I'm sorry, Target. I moved four months ago. I adjusted my postal code, sold out. Oh. And that is right. I'm sorry. I, 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 I knew I was, I knew I misspoke the golden Wemo as thanks per the glitch in the chat. Shout out legend of retro. Um, it, that was the advanced Wemo that had the, the better motion functionality built in. You did not need the adapter. True. So yes, yeah. I digress. But regardless game controller, special edition controller, 70 bucks, maybe 80. And I can't even buy the $80 controller because they sold out faster than it took me to change my address that's yeah we got it's the same issue with all these limited edition hot items with just the out of control bots that are going on right now just buying up inventory you know and and these stores are not doing enough to to verify that they're human beings buying these items allowing people like you a true fan to get the product that they want and so i i saw these two and they were cool enough for and like i'm in my mind i was like i haven't bought like a cool set of joy cons in a while and so part of me was thinking about that mario edition that they just recently like launched uh that's just red and blue right like there's not a whole lot going on besides just color variation but i thought it was cool i like red so i was like cool and then I saw these. I'm like, these are neat. I would totally pick these up. And um, yeah, <laughs> clearly I missed the boat on that. So unless they add more or otherwise, then you're talking second, you know, second tier uh, shopping here on eBay and stuff. And I don't know if you've looked it up. Like, what are they going for? They were 80 bucks. Are they two hundred dollars now? <clears throat> I haven't looked. I don't want to look because I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to get these at retail price yeah. one way or another. You know, Amazon hasn't posted them for sale yet, so there's still hope. Yeah. And then, you know, I hope it's like the Animal Crossing Switch where it runs its course. And then if it wasn't for the pandemic, they would have restocked it in three months. And now you can buy them almost daily. Like almost daily, somebody's getting the Animal Crossing Switch back in stock and you could buy it. So I hope that's the case here. I hate that they're two different shades of blue because they are two different shades of blue because one's supposed to be more shield and one's supposed to be more sword. I hate it. But I've only out of the eight Joy-Con in my house, I only have four that work still. So why not spend $80 on, on two more? So half your Joy-Cons are down now? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yo, yeah. Jeez. All with drift issues? Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
quality, quality build. Okay. Thanks, Nintendo. It thinks well, DualShock Five anyway. So, so real quick before we move on to the other subject we have to talk about today, uh, let's go around the room and give the Nintendo Direct grades. Um, I'll go ahead and say this one was a B. Um, there was a lot of stuff I wasn't interested in, but you're not gonna you're not gonna land it all with me. But I at least saw a few titles here uh, that got me excited, and one for sure that I know is getting my money in Skyward Sword. So I'll give it a B. Miggy, uh, I give it a give it a B as well. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, cool stuff that piqued my interest. Um, I'll be looking forward to getting. Uh, I'll go next. Um, it's hard to give it a B. I don't. I don't think it was that strong of a, of a show. I've, but it had like moments. Like I like. Yeah, I like Zelda. I like a physical copy of Hades. Um, you know, Splatoon. Like like Tess said, Splatoon's so far out that 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 doesn't to me it doesn't give me a ton of. There's not a ton of weight there for a grade um, to tease me about a game that I'm that I'm jaded about because of multiplayer. So. I won't go too much lower. I'll just I'll say it was a C plus C plus. I give it an A. I, I think a lot of people so, so and this will be a my, this will just be a, a little bit. So it was 530 days between the last real direct Nintendo fans got and this one. It was September of 2019. Wow. A full year had passed. Grant, granted, most I mean, it's all pandemic for the most part. Um but people online are going out and getting mad that what they wanted to see wasn't there. What they, I don't think it was good because what I wanted to see wasn't there. Because people were built up on Breath of the Wild 2 hype, which mind you, if anybody remembers Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild 1, it was initially showed in 2013 as a Wii U game four years before it came out. We've got time. Nintendo's got a track record of making us wait. Talk to any Bayonetta or Metroid fan out there. They're going to make us wait. So I feel like a lot of people being disappointed by this was built on the hype of, of our own doing, of all of us wanting that big direct to hit everything like it was three E3s put together. And it was never going to do that. It showed some stuff for, for mature fans, for clearly for kids, for, um, you know, long-standing Nintendo fans to ones that maybe just got in with the Switch. There was a little bit there for everybody. They filled the 50 minutes. There was that one stupid, I don't even remember what it was, it had all the different characters. Like there was someone that looked like a Fortnite character and someone looked knockout, like a... Knockout, something oh, knock, total yeah. knockout. It was a dodgeball game that Ava took available now. longer than it should have. Available now. Um, so there was some in there that wasn't wasn't great, but they filled the time. You, you were watching, even if what you were looking at was stupid, you were paying attention. Um, and these are just big commercials, right? That's what they've always been. Big commercials to show you a lot of things all at once, and Nintendo did that. And I think everybody who watched it took something away, um, rather it be the Skyward Sword big one, or for me, I popped when they did the, um, the Xenoblade Chronicles thing. I think Nintendo did fine, and I think people that are real disappointed, I think they did it to themselves, because they were, they were hyped up on something that we we had no promise was going to be there so to a company that doesn't typically deliver really big in these presentations right they've except for e3 2019 which yeah. is where we saw breath of the wild 2 where we got the tease for metroid prime 4 where they got bayonetta 3 tease like where they had all of these things but then ever since then they've always put 
We're looking to cover things coming out in the next couple months, things coming out in the next. They've always dialed it back because they, they realized they, sh they went out for a big E3 in 2019. And because of that, they, they think they realized they shot themselves in the foot because two of those three games were nowhere near where they needed to be to talk about them. Well, Metro um, Prime 4 was literally, they melted it down and started started over after that. So Right, right. So that game's nowhere closer than it could have been back in E3 when they teased us with it. So, exactly. Uh, so yeah, that, I, I think I think they did fine. About and the only, I'm looking at what this week. Yeah, about the only um, Metroid thing I was hoping for, I didn't expect to see Prime Four for sure, but I was hoping to see the trilogy remaster or something. Since we were, you know, we've been getting a lot of these HD remakes and things like that, I was hoping the Prime trilogy would uh, would surface, but it didn't. Because it's allegedly ready. All in industry insiders say that this game is ready. They've got the trilogy ready. They're just they're hold, just not putting it hold on that, to it. The Samus Returns, the two, the 3DS one. Apparently, yeah. that port is 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 good to to come to switch so a lot of stuff they're just not doing anything with so hopefully they dazzle us this summer this yeah. is the year of content based on their their traditional trajectory and so far it's looking bare yep all right guys i know we have another subject that we wanted to get into that is nintendo related today uh we are over an hour into the show so i'm guessing we're going to forego gaming moments of the week so we can make sure we dedicate enough time to this topic and uh, i know this is one that grim brought to the table it is uh, along the rumor mill so grim why don't you take us away on this one yeah so it is rumor mill nothing is confirmed yet but it, it did more information kind of started popping up about uh the switch pro right the nintendo switch pro that we, we keep talking about and, and hearing small pieces and and uh some some new rumors came out around performance and 4k resolution bigger screen uh, nvidia uh, nvidia dlss which is um, a new functionality that's been added to your on the pc side at your higher end graphics cards and your next gen um systems are supposed to uh, support it here eventually, but DLSS, which uh, upscales image quality without the loss of frame rate. And, and when it works, it works. It is, it's amazing software that NVIDIA has come up with. So a lot of this talking about, um, talking about the switch for this facelift that we've been waiting for, right? It's not the, it's not like the next generation of gaming. It's that we had the PS4, we get the PS4 pro, we had the Xbox one S we get the Xbox one X, you know, it, we're waiting for that, just that bump. And um, so the the interesting piece of this is that they're claiming with the 4K, with the DLSS, with the more capable CPU, the Nintendo Switch Pro will be more like a PS4, 4, you know, PS4 Pro, I guess we should call it a 4K capable PS4 Pro um, handheld like like device uh, with a bigger screen. Uh, with 4K output now, they didn't. There's no clear concept of if that's only in dock mode versus handheld mode, things like that. But um, I w I still would imagine there's some some difference there. But the piece that interests me the most, that I really really um, hope that Nintendo has decided to latch onto, is the naming convention. Everyone's been just dubbing it the Nintendo Switch Pro, but it may not be called that after all. Uh, the new device is rumored to be called the Super Nintendo Switch. 
obviously a nod to the 1990 Super Nintendo Entertainment System, um, one of the most beloved systems of all time. I would love that. I would love to see a Super Nintendo Switch. Like, that concept to me is amazing. Uh, it cr even just the name excites me uh, on top of these extra, you know, these extra um, specs and stuff like that. Because 4K is great and all and, and everything. But I, I don't know. I don't, like, I play Nintendo products and games and stuff like that. And 4K is not something that, like, sells me on Nintendo. I just want fun gameplay. You know, sure, I want it to look good. I don't, don't want to play Stubbs the Zombie. But at the same time, you know... I feel like some forms of games when it comes to Nintendo can only look so good. Like, like I don't know that 4K is really going to change my view on some some of these games, but I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll kind of pass it along now. Those are those are the early rumors that have been leaked by some some reputable sources that have been right on past uh, past announcements. And oh, and they said it could be coming sooner than we thought. It could be uh, here in 2021. So what do we what do we think about that? So I want to jump in because I want to talk about the source real quick. Yeah. Um, you brought up the source. So um, this specific leaker, uh, his most recent home run that he's been right about was when he called early that Age of Calamity and Super Mario 3D World was going to be Nintendo's holiday, like holiday big bangs. And people said, no way, not a chance that that's all they had. And, and he called that out. Um, but he was also super wrong about the launch timing for Mario 3D World. So he was kind of good and kind of bad. He also early on predict uh, he knew about Apex Legends. Um, Burnout Paradise and the plans for zombie games, but the the timing was questionable. He called that out a year ago, saying they're all coming soon. Now they could have fallen into to developmental hell, but we just saw plans for zombies in the direct we were just talking about. So he's clearly getting his info from somewhere, but it, it also kind of seems like it might already be secondhand. Like he's hearing it from somebody who's hearing it from somebody, and he's just the one reporting on it. So. Um, you know, as much as these rumors just keep sounding better and better and at least more and more concrete, the 4K thing still does nothing for me. I, I relate it to like the, um, think of an iPhone, right? An iPhone runs with much lower power than a lot of the um, like Samsung phones run from a hardware perspective, but they out benchmark it because you're making software and hardware under the same roof. And a lot of that comes together and, and it just makes a better product, right? Uh, makes a higher performing product with less hardware dedication. So I could see Nintendo going towards something like, I don't think we need Breath of the Wild 2 in 4K, but I'd love it locked at 60 frames per second, unlike some of the stuff you saw in the Lost Woods of Breath of the Wild 1, where you get like the grass doing all this stuff. Um, and furthermore, we just saw, there was on February, uh, it was February of this year, not too long ago, um, sometime this month, the, the pr current president of Nintendo, came out and said in in he formally stated we do not have plans to announce a new model he just he flat out said that um mentioning that the switch is not still just selling well that sales are still growing on the now albeit this is kind of the second version of the switch but it's not really it's just kind of you know be, to fix the modding issue that they had on the first run um though we mentioned it's at the middle of the life cycle he it sounds like they're giving it a six-year life cycle is what they hope based on everything they've said. This puts us into year four right now. We're about to turn into year five. 
um, with it coming out in 2017. So considering this would be kind of a, a 3DS to a new 3DS upgrade, more so than a DS to a 3DS upgrade, um, that came after just three years. The, the, the 3DS came out in 2011, and the new 3DS came out in 2014. So Nintendo's been known to pull this trigger faster. And to Deadite's point earlier, the one thing we know is we have a special edition Nintendo Switch coming out on March 26th for Monster Hunter. There's no way Nintendo says a thing about this console until every one of those are purchased. Because no one's going to buy that if they know there's a... Uh, a faster, better, sleeker, sexier, whatever console on the horizon. So I think that's what our gap is. That's what our, our hold pattern is right now. Um, I'd love to think that these rumors are true. They're not much different than a lot that we've seen in the, in the past. It's just from a more reputable source. Um, and history, history says it's possible. Um, Nintendo says they're not doing it, but history also says Nintendo lies. <laughs> so... Um, that I or Butterboy, what do you, what do you feel? How do you feel about this? It is important to remember that you know we are approaching another anniversary for the Switch. Came out you know early March of 2017, and you know you you mentioned that the timelines for life cycles for gaming systems, and I think the life of the Nintendo Switch. I think the Switch the Switch as it currently is is still going to thrive into holiday 2021, and the reason I think that is I've recently. Uh, as we know, actually, all, all of us have um, become a uh, next generation gamer playing ec- on Xbox Series X. And it is weird how within the last few months of playing on a premium next generation system, I feel the difference when I pick up my Switch and play titles that, you know, are designed for and should run well on the Switch. Like we talked about Age of Calamity, the the power of the hardware is showing in comparison to you know, the beast that is the Xbox Series X. I think Nintendo holds course with what they're doing until PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S's are readily and easily available to the public. Because for right now, the general public doesn't have that experience that we have with playing the latest and greatest in home gaming. But after this coming holiday, after it's easy to get your hands on a next generation system, I think that's going to become more apparent to gamers who do utilize the Nintendo Switch as their secondary platform, uh, as I think many gamers do, as enjoying it as a handheld platform. And I think that's when we see in 2022 that we see that maybe even this is not a midlife upgrade like the new 3DS is. Maybe the Super Nintendo Switch is truly the successor to the Switch with full backwards compatibility, still staying the course on the the concept. We might even see Joy-Con compatibility, that sort of thing. Um, More like a transition from the Wii to the Wii U, which we know wasn't great. But still, you know, there was a lot of compatibility. There was a lot of um, synergy in the environment and the ecosystem that they built between those two systems i think that's what we're going to see in 2022 with the super nintendo switch continuing to continue to build that brand while filling the stopgap generationally um, with a new system that is a, a, a fully new entity in itself yeah that's uh i mean that's obviously a, a good way to look at it too that makes sense um now, I, I got a question for Miggy specifically. Miggy, you just bought, now you went from the light and you, did you get rid of the light and bought a, a full version or did you just, 
Did you have both now? No, I still have both now. Okay. So as a brand new, brand new into Nintendo's ecosystem for the first time in a long time, how do you feel if on April 1st they say coming July 13th, the Super Nintendo Switch? Do you buy another I mean, one? If they make it easier to transfer my... Uh, well, it de- it depends. But um, one, if they make it easier to transfer my um, my data, then I'll go ahead and get another one. Um, you know, get a brand <laughs> new one. That was Jade's answer, too. My wife's answer was the same thing. She's like, that's really cool, but, it's, but I'm really bummed because I play Animal Crossing and I play these games that right now don't have the they're not as easy to or or you can't move your save file animal crossing's good now took him a year took him about a year but you're good now she could keep her island okay she could keep her island if she needed to yeah and then she did obviously make reference to pokemon so yeah not surprisingly not as hard and i i would hope that that would be nobody listening to the show or nobody on the show's reason for not upgrading because i did go from a version one to a version two with a lot of those games on it and it was fine. Um, but I'm just, I was just curious kind of as, as you feel as the consumer backstabbed by Nintendo as they just waited for Miggy to buy two switches before they came out with a new one. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously the only thing I think would, that would upset me is if, if like, let's say I wasn't going to get the new one, like um, would, would be that's what they did with the new 3DS versus the standard 3DS with the limit, like having games come out that I wouldn't be able to play. So like if we get that type of, you know, all of a sudden that type of separation could, you know, that would be problematic. I don't think they do that. I think, I think they've learned their lesson and they see the world that we live in with back with the, the uh, outcry for backwards compatibility, at least by a generation, but, um, you know, we're watching what Xbox is doing with their backwards compatibility versus what PlayStation is doing. And people still complain about PS five, not being able to play their PS three, PS two, PS one games and all this stuff. So, I mean, keeping the switch and the switch pro or the super Nintendo switch or whatever it's going to be called, um, you know, in that same line with backwards compatibility will be huge. And at that point, then people can upgrade. You know, M- Miggy is has joined the Switch game later than us. So it doesn't, you know, that means he can wait. He may, maybe he's satisfied as long as he doesn't have to worry about that. You know, all oh, this new game comes out and it's just not, it's going to, well, it's not going to run on my system or it's going to run so bad that I don't even play it. That's the that's where we start to run into this problem, which we're already seeing with Xbox. You know, we're like, oh yeah, don't worry. For the first two years of the Series X, everything plays everywhere, and then you know, and then we have we have problems with games that aren't even out yet, with Halo causing issues. We have games that that the the, the variation of gameplay from let's just say CD Projekt Red from a Series X down to an original Xbox is like is like Stubbs the Zombie versus a game that's playable. Like it just. You know, that's that's going to be the challenge. I think we, we look at here when when this time comes, be it this year, next year, whatever. And that's why I, I kind of think that's why I do think it's going to be a successor. I think it's going to be a next generation. And I do think there are going to be exclusive titles. I do think this is the next system. And again, it'll be more symbiotic like the Wii and the Wii U, where there's backwards compatibility, shared um, accessories and things like that. Maybe even a shared dock. I don't know. But I do think there is going to be a definitive cut because I don't think Nintendo wants to play with that that muddled water if, that we're seeing. Xbox. 
if they do that, then then I I'm they need to make sure they don't have another Wii to Wii U marketing disaster because you did decide to keep the name as Super Nintendo Switch, and we're, yes, obviously us here can sit there and talk about the difference between the Nintendo Entertainment System and the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, but but like uh, we don't you know we saw what's happened more recently when you confuse your consumer uh, with branding and just. I mean, there was more going on with the Wii U as far as why it was problematic, but still, the branding was confusing. And though I love Super Nintendo Switch, I could see that branding be confusing to people again. And Nintendo's come out more than a couple times and says that they truly think that the Switch will beat the Wii's lifetime sales. And I don't see that happening if they treat this Super Nintendo Switch as an actual successor, especially not in 2022. Now, when they did the new 3DS thing, there's only 15 games, and that includes the Super Nintendo emulator or emulated games, the ROMs you could download through the eShop. There were only 15 total games that ran exclusively on the new 3DS. Yeah, I knew it was and limited. I think that's the way that. Um, the cloud gaming has worked for some Nintendo titles and things like that, that they'll get a wet, they'll get around some of the inability to process um, for third party games for the Super Nintendo Switch versus the normal one. But I think their first party games, they will ride out for as long as they can saying these work on both. But maybe, for instance, you only get the N64 emulator on Super Nintendo Switch online, you know, something like that. It'll be something. I don't think they did a bad job with the new 3DS exclusivity. It was clear on the box, new 3DS, blah, blah, blah. I mean, parents are going to be stupid and kids aren't going to know what they're buying. So, yeah, there is, you leave that up to, you know, let people make those mistakes. But I, man, Dad, that's a bold call to think that they're just going to, they're going to cut this thing dead after five years when they've got a shot at being Nintendo's most successful console ever. It's just a question of how much do they dwell on unit sales opposed to future and, and, and moving ahead with their next platform. I don't know. Well, I think, I we'll I th yeah, I think you definitely have to either way, be it next gen, next generation system or, or a facelift, you know, it has to be sooner than later because you're watching these developers now move into the series X PS five, 3000 series graphics cards on the PC. This is what they're developing for. You have to stay close. I'm not saying you have to be equal to these machines because you're a little handheld device. I don't expect you to pump out the same power, but you have to be close enough for these developers to be able to produce something on that one side that they then can pay somebody or port themselves into a Nintendo uh, market that is very popular right now. And people want their games in that market, you know. So for me, this is a important move for Nintendo in the next, um, you know, 24 months, whatever, however you want to look at it. Um to just stay competitive and, and maintain the ability for that indie scene to keep coming for for even AAA games to find their way to the t switch. Even if even if we sit here and make fun of how they run people, you know, I, I have I have friends that play Fortnite strictly on switch. That's the only way that they play Fortnite right now. So, I mean, like people utilize this platform and because they can. And so, as long, you know, Nintendo needs to keep that. And as we move into this next generation, it's going to be um, it's going to be hard for them if they don't if they don't do something uh, sooner than later. 
my final thought on this is I think that the Super Nintendo Switch, if that's what they choose to call it, comes out alongside a special edition, alongside the Breath of the Wild sequel. And I think that's why they're not telling us anything about the Breath of the Wild sequel right now, because there's probably plenty to talk about. But they're waiting until after this Monster Hunter thing goes away because they don't want to sabotage their Monster Hunter special edition sales with a new switch on the horizon. I would say that by June of this year, we know of the Super Nintendo well, where Super Nintendo Switch, the next iteration of this, um, and it launches alongside the new Zelda game. That's yeah. my that's my thought. That would make a lot of sense. I'm thinking probably no way when Metroid launches, you know, yeah. in 2032. It's a 0% chance they have nothing to say about Breath of the Wild 2, that they have nothing to say. They're, they've got to be held back by something. And, so I, do, and I'm, I'm guessing we don't hear anything about the Super Nintendo Switch until at earliest the fall. I can't imagine it would be anywhere near the summer. It'd be fall because I really think it wouldn't be anything till 2022, maybe mid 2022. What do you think about what do you think about assuming it happens? Uh, this the relaunch revitalization of E3 this year. Could it be something that they build around that? Because that would put us past it would easily put us past the, uh, you know, the Monster Hunter situation. And PAX East got pushed to uh, June which is normally where E3 would sit. And I don't know if those two right now are does, are expected to compete in that same month or if, does E3 get pushed a little bit into the fall and turn into that big announcement zone for, uh, you know, for Nintendo and anything that Xbox and PlayStation want to show off. But I be. said June, I was assuming along with whatever big convention of the summer. So if E3 gets moved, then I guess I'll move the goalposts on my thought as well. But I just think, I think all of this stuff is together. They just need to, it's been a year of a pandemic. They're behind where they want to be, but they don't want to step on their future sales for other things. And it'll, I feel like Nintendo's going to have a light bulb moment. We're going to have a light bulb moment with how Nintendo has been approaching the last 18 months. Once we we just need to, they need to peel back one layer. And yeah. once they, okay, this is what's been going on, then here's everything. And I think we just have more gaming than we know what to do with. And I, hopefully we yeah. get out there. And I think it, it makes complete sense when you bring up pandemic with the concept that they couldn't even ship out enough switches to keep in stock for, for a while there. So, I mean, if those, if that, if that as a company, if I'm looking at the fact that I can't, that stores can't even keep my product in stock, I could look at my announcements and say, hey, let's push these announcements out in six months and, and just ride this out. So, yeah. All right. Well, cool. That's uh, that's our those are our topics. We ran extra long, but I think it was an amazing show. We discussed the Nintendo Direct. We talked about the rumors of the uh, Super Nintendo Switch. And um, we're going to go ahead and, and forego our gaming moments of the week because of that. But um, thank you, everybody, for hanging out on episode 348 of the Games Little Podcast, brought to you by our patrons. So go ahead, Butterboy, take it away. Yeah, thank you so much, patrons. Again, I will not blow your money on copious amounts of tea. And uh, we appreciate you helping us keep the lights on, keep this podcast going, keeping GameZillaMedia.com, an active website available there for all your podcasting goodness. And uh, hey, that's where you can actually listen to the other shows that you help support on our network and listen to The Legend of Retro, Noobs and Dragons, and Last Action Podcast. If you like uh, the fun you're having here, either in our Twitch stream or listening to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, 
uh, Stitcher, wherever you listen to this podcast, those other shows are there uh, available for you. Please listen to them. You'll have a lot of fun. Uh, so learn more about all of our shows at GameZillaMedia.com. And again, thank you to all of our patrons who help us keep this going. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, lastly, I'd like to thank Test for being on the show. Uh, Test, we, for our for our people coming on the show now, th- this new part, we want to give you a chance. Uh, you you do stream and stuff. Is there anything that you wanna you wanna plug? Here's your shot. Man, I am the um, Twitch's best kept secret because of my uh, lack of consistency <laughs> and lack of streaming. Um, but because of that, I'm Twitch's best kept secret. Uh, I mean, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Testonomics, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, my Xbox tag. I'm Testonomics everywhere. Um, if I ever stream again, I'd love to see you there. But that's part of the mystery. Will I stream again? Only one way to find out. There you go. Are you right. hitting people with that slow floss on TikTok? Man, I, so I am Testonomics on TikTok. Haven't, haven't made one yet, but I really should get that good backtrack and just... Uh, him with a slow fall slow floss we'll see but i'm 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 testonomics everywhere that's where you'll find me all right awesome well thanks again for being on the show um you can i mean uh, butterboy already said everything as far as where you can find all of our content and everything so thank you for hanging on episode 348 of the games little podcast uh, your elite free dlc for all your gaming entertainment uh yeah we'll see you next time and until then Game on. Game on. Game on.